Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, your number one show. If you are overwhelmed by the healthcare system, even worse, underappreciated by this healthcare system, and you're just looking for a voice of reason, I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, CEO and founder of Pierre Medical Consulting. This week, we are talking about Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and yes, you heard it right. If this does not sound like deja vu, yes, we are talking about Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Guess what? It's the month of October, and y'all know what we do every single year, talking about this important disease that affects so many women, and more importantly, so many lives on a year-to-year basis. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and tell one, two, three, four of your friends, make sure they get ready for Breast Cancer Awareness Month and get checked if need be. And this week in the month of October, depending on when you're watching this or listening to this, if you're listening to this on the podcast, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Now, I talk about this before how, of course, we want to talk about every disease every day, every month, because they are important. But there are some months where we just know when that time comes around, things are going to happen. Like when October rolls around, everyone's going to start wearing pink to the, the, the basketball players, to the NFL, like it just occurs. And for a disease like breast cancer, which October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I think it's kind of fitting, especially when we talk about who is affected, how many people are affected, and how if we can just turn a couple things in their favor, we could have better survivor rates, right? And I think that's the most important thing. As you know, my goal is always to try to bankrupt the hospitals and everything else. I don't want you to get to the point where we catch things so late that we didn't have to play catch up. Everything here, Pirates for Better Health, is about how can I empower myself with the knowledge to try to prevent some of these diseases that I know, that I know if I don't do anything about right now, it could be a problem. And breast cancer is definitely one of those problems. Let's kind of go through some facts just so we can kind of get an idea and wrap our heads around why is it so important? Why does it get a whole dedicated month? And why, even though it gets the month of October in November and December and January, it's still about Breast Cancer Awareness Month because again, the even though the hype may die down and even if we're not seeing, again, you know, everyone turning their uh, avatars to pink and wearing their pink shirts, is still extremely important, right? So let's go through some of the numbers and facts just so we, especially here in the United States, we can kind of figure out what is going on here. In the year 2022, 287,000 women will be diagnosed with invasive breast cancer with 51,000, an additional 51,000 being diagnosed with non-invasive breast cancer. So we got a disease that's going to get a lot of people this year. We got a disease that's going to affect a lot of families this year. 65%, and I want you guys to listen to this, 65% of breast cancer is caught at the local stage. And I've talked about this before, this aspect of catching things early. I always give that story of my patient who, by the time he came to see me, 
he was almost in renal failure to the point where I had to send him out to uh, the kidney specialist because we had to talk about dialysis. And it hurts me because I know if I could have caught him two years ago, three years ago, and I could have gave him one blood pressure medication that was essentially free at the grocery store or one diabetic medication that was essentially free at the grocery store that three years later, I wouldn't be having the dialysis conversation, but I didn't. And I caught him late. So 65% of women, uh, when they are diagnosed with breast cancer, are caught at the local stage, the early stage. Why is that important, Dr. Barry? You may be asking. It's because we know that a five-year survival rate, if caught at the local stage, is about 99%. Think about that. 99% five-year survival rate if I can just catch it early before it spreads. But unfortunately, that number is 65%, which means when on the flip side, 35% of women are going to be caught at a later stage, which means that five-year survival rate of 99% goes down. Which population you think gets affected the most being caught at the later stage? I'll let you guess it. I'll pause for a moment. Pause, pause, pause the, the video or pause the, the audio that you're listening to. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you're probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drberrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So when we think about the fact that Yes, it's a great thing that we can catch 65% of people with a five-year survival rate of 99%. Man, it'd be even better if we can catch 75%. Man, it'd be even better if we can catch 85%. Don't you want one of your family members to be a part of the 65% caught early? Do you want your mom to your aunt, your grandma to be a part of that 65% caught early? Yes or yes. I think that's an easy answer. So when we talk about this aspect of celebrating and putting the spotlight on a disease, this is why we do it. Because we know if we can just build, now obviously awareness is one thing. Awareness is one thing, but we know if we could just work up the awareness factor so that maybe one more person who was trying to put off getting their screening says, you know what? I saw that, you know, I saw that commercial and they're all in pink and they're talking about breast cancer awareness. When's the last time I got my mammogram? We'll talk about that. So it's it's important for us to keep shining a light. And even if you, and you're going to, let's see, especially if you're a part of the Lunch and Learn community, you have heard me talk about Breast Cancer Awareness Month pretty much every year. Every year around this time frame, I'm dropping the same type of video content. Why? Because every year around this time frame, I'm reminding you that I am not letting my foot off the gas with a disease like breast cancer. The same way I do with prostate cancer, the same way I do with colon cancer. But it's the month of October. Everyone's wearing pink. Is that me today? If you're watching on the YouTube show. So we got to talk about breast cancer, right? So again, 65%, y'all. How can we make this 70%? How can we make it 75%? How can we make it? Of course, I'd love it to be 100, but how can we do that? We have 43,000 women will die from breast cancer this year. 43,000 women are going to die from breast cancer this year. I just said, man, if they could have been a part of that 65%, they would be a part of the 99% survival rate, but they weren't a part of that. 
43,000 women are not going to come home after New Year's because they're going to be, they're going to suffer from breast cancer. I had my uh, teacher, she was my kindergarten teacher on the show. She was talking about her experience with breast cancer. Um, I'll put a link in the description in the show notes for you. And it's, it's so telling because it's such a fight that you never know how you're going to experience it until you're right there. No one wants to walk around life saying, oh, I can't wait till I have to fight my breast cancer fight or my cancer fight in general. But when they do, uh, a new character comes about themselves. So th this is why I talk about those who are overwhelmed by this healthcare system and unappreciated because people's lives are at stake if you don't have a voice of reason to say like, hey, let's get it together. Get your breast cancer stuff done. Like if people's lives are at stake and this is a life or death situation. Men, let's not forget about the men, even though I'm, I'm talking about the women because obviously it affects women much more. Men, don't forget about it. 2,700 men will be diagnosed with breast cancer this year. 2,700. 530 of those will die. So it's not like you can be like, yeah, ain't, it can't never happen to me. Yes, the likelihood is lower, but it can still happen, right? So don't, don't slip on that. Again, one in eight women in their lifetime will be diagnosed with breast cancer. So if you know eight women, let's pause, think about this, y'all. If you know eight women in your friend group, in your family, one of them will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. And the reason why I talk like this is because I want it to hit home. I want it to be like, okay, that's something serious. Because a lot of times when we talk about diseases on this channel or just throughout my social media platforms, a lot of people are like, oh, couldn't it be me, not me, I'm good. I'm, like they always want to disassociate themselves from the disease process that could possibly occur. And I want to let people know, again, one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in a lifetime. It's going to be your job to make sure that those one in eight women get diagnosed in that 65% group. And hopefully by the time they get diagnosed, that percentage is even higher. It's your job. It's my job. It's everyone's job to make sure that the awareness, that the foot is on the gas to make sure we don't sleep at the wheel when it comes to breast cancer, colon cancer, prostate, any cancer. We don't want to be sleeping at the wheel, but especially one that gets this whole month. If a disease gets a whole month to talk about, that's a disease we should not be sleeping at the wheel with. That's a disease you should be very worried about. If they say, hey, we need to focus on a whole month of appreciation and awareness of said disease. Not appreciation, but awareness of said disease. Second most common uh, form of cancer in women here in America. It's number one worldwide versus skin cancer. Because I know someone's going to ask me, well, this second was number one. Skin cancer. 30% of all new cases of cancer here in this country will be due to breast cancer. Guys, this is not a disease that's just for play play. 30% of all new cancer cases diagnosed this year will be due to breast cancer. One in eight women. Those one in eight women could be your mom, your aunt, your sister, your wife, your daughter. I want us to think about that. This is not a disease that's just here for play play. This is not a disease that we can just brush to the side of, oh, not me. Yes, it can be you. And men, remember, it's more, it's less likely, but it can be you as well. And you know, this wouldn't be, this wouldn't be a show with Dr. Barry if we didn't talk about how some of the disparities are affected because it's important to know death rates are 40% higher in women who happen to be black versus white just because they have the skin color of being black. 
40% higher. Leading cause of death in Latin women here in this country. And again, remember, we talked about number one cancer globally, worldwide. What are some factors, right? Poverty, less education, lack of health insurance. All of these things play a factor. All of these things are in the recipe of why someone could be negatively affected by this disease process, y'all. Yes, breast cancer is a problem. Yes, it is something we have to talk about every single year. I, hell, I may want to talk about it twice a year, just to, even on a quarterly basis, just to make sure we drive it home. In fact, I'll, in fact, I'll, I'll put myself on the burner. I'm going to do an infographic just on breast cancer, just so you guys know we're not playing out here. Breast cancer is serious, and it's something we need to be worried about. Risk factors, things you always want to know. Race, obviously. We talked about this 40% higher death rate. And again, why is that death rate higher? We talked about that 65% number. We talked about the fact that if you are in that 35% group, your survival rate is at 99%. Guess which group of women tend to not be in that 65%? Black women. Age, the older you get, higher risk factor. Genetics, we talk about this ad nauseum on this channel. Knowing your family history is key to survival. Knowing your family history is key to survival. You got to know how your mom was, how your grandma was. Especially when I start talking about like, hey, how do I screen myself? How do I test myself? How do I diagnose myself? You got to know, hey, was grandma ever sick? Was grandpa? Like, you got to know these things. There is no excuse of, ah, you know, they didn't, we didn't really talk about health in my family. No, talk about it ASAP. Get it done ASAP. You should know. If you want to live for as long as you want to live, you got to know family history because family history always plays a significant risk factor, especially when we talk about these diseases like cancer. Reproductive history. Whether you're on medications like birth controls, whether um, hormones, obesity, physical inactivity, all of these things. And I put hormones and then obesity and physical inactivity because a lot of those things play a factor in your estrogen levels and um, your menstrual cycle levels and all these things there. But these are all just, again, risk factors, risk factors, risk factors in this disease process. So this is why a month like this is so important. So this is why, obviously, a person like me, a male, should still be talking about this because I am going to encounter a lot of patients who are women who need to understand this issue. And even if you're a man and you think it could never happen to you, oh, Siri, no one ever thinks cancer can happen to them until it happens to them. That's just is what it is. No one ever thinks cancer can occur to them until it actually occurs to them. And then they're like, oh my God, cancer happened to me. But when, if you're following this channel, YouTube, podcast, you're, you're a part of the group that says, I'm not going to do it. You're part of the group that says, hey, this healthcare system, definitely overwhelming. Hey, this healthcare system, definitely underappreciates me, but a person like Dr. Bayer is going to make sure that that's not the case, that I get empowered and enriched and uh, with the knowledge to take care of myself and my family members and my loved ones. The biggest thing we talk about from a diagnostic perspective, from a diagnostic perspective, obviously the mammogram is the king daddy-o. Get your mammogram, get a mammogram, get a mammogram. When do I get a mammogram, Dr. Berry? That's what you may be asking. When do I get a Dr. Mammogram? And the answer is depends. 
Do you know your family history? Are you having any symptoms? Like a lot of these things kind of, you know, if you had the perfect human being who had none of these other risk factors and they said, Barry, pick an age, we know the guidelines say, stay by the time you're 50, you should start getting that mammogram. But if you're, if you're like me and you're, and you're asking questions, well, you know what, maybe if I have a couple of risk factors here and there, I'm moving that closer to 40. By the age of 40, I'm asking questions like, hey, am I eligible to get this mammogram? With my family history, is this something I should be thinking about? Because I don't want you waiting till you're 50 years old and you had a 10-year window where you could have been a part of that 65%. But because you didn't realize, you didn't understand the risk factors, you thought it was cool to wait till 50. So at 40, I'm having that conversation. And again, this is if you're a perfect human. But if you know you got family members with cancer in the family, especially breast cancer in the family, and they get caught between that 40 to 50 range, guess what? Take 10 years away. If you got an aunt that 41 years old, she was diagnosed with breast cancer at 31, you should be asking your doctor that question. Hey, my aunt was diagnosed with breast cancer at 41. What about me? What should I do? That is what we talk about when we say prevention. We're not going to wait till our, we are the aunt's age at 41 when she was diagnosed with breast cancer to start looking for ours. No, we're going to be preventive. We're going to say, hey, she got caught at 41. I want to make sure at 31, I'm good. And if you got a good doctor around you, if you got a good doctor around you, they're going to guide you to it. And let's say you're in this the category where you don't have insurance. Let's say you're in this category where you're, you're impoverished and you just can't afford these things. This is why it's so important for a month like this, because there's a lot of charities going on around here. You know, Susan, Susan G. Coleman, there's a lot of charities getting a lot of money out here, right, to be providing free testing. And you should be free mammogram my location. That's what you should be doing. Free mammogram my location. You should be looking to see, all right, is there a possibility that I can get this free mammogram? And while I'm waiting to get a free mammogram, I'm doing my self-breast checkups monthly, daily. Hell, do it daily if you want. Like, I'm checking to make sure I'm okay. Because, again, I'm not going to allow, and I've said this before. Let me, let me tell you this. Sad story, sad story. Patient came to my office, and, you know, I'm going through my, going through my thing, going through the thing, you know, my, my, my spiel. And then at the end, she was like, hey, Dr. Barry, do you mind if I show you something? Oh, sure. And she pulls down her shirt. And when I tell you she had essentially a mass that was on the outside, it was essentially protruding out of her skin. It had been there for that long. And it wasn't until she felt she could trust me to say, hey, Dr. Barry, if it's okay if I should, because she was ready to leave that appointment not showing me this mask growing out of her chest. This is a reality for a lot of people. So, and, and obviously I talk about uninsured, but there's a lot of people who are insured walking around not getting their testing done. There's a lot of people who are insured walking around afraid for the diagnostic results. So they say, you know what? If I avoid the diagnostic result, I don't have to worry about the diagnostic result. And here's this, here's this lovely woman mass on the chest, late stage breast cancer, then it survived after five years. And I should not be the one who catches it that late. 
she should feel comfortable enough to talk to her friends, her family members. Someone should be encouraging her to say, hey, this thing right here, I need to get a check. This don't look good. Again, it was the worst thing I've seen from a breast cancer because the second I saw it, even though I'm not a dermatologist, I'm not a, a plastic surgeon, I'm not a pathologist. The second I saw it, I said, she has advanced stage breast cancer and now the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. So of course, you know, immediately the appointment stops. I'm running, I'm calling my breast, uh, uh, my breast surgeon friend and they're like, hey, hey, I need you to move appointments. This person needs to see you like tomorrow. Like this, this needs to happen today. You shouldn't be that case. This is why we have a month like this. This is why these charities and donations are getting all of this money because they want to try to provide because they know, and again, it's not as altruistic as it may seem. They know that, hey, if we catch it early, we don't have to spend money treating it later. These are, again, we have to work. This is the system we're in, y'all. These insurance companies recognize if we catch her early, we don't have to spend the money later. We save more money in the back end. This is why this, this, this turn on preventative medicine has been all of a sudden. No, they realize how much money they were spending on the back end. They want to make sure that from 65%, it goes to 95%. Because they know all they see is, yes, that's people who get saved. But that's a lot of dollar signs getting saved as well. And these insurance companies would rather save some dollar signs. You know, and if it saves some people along the way, great. But they want to save them dollar signs. So again, this is it, right? This is my yearly, my yearly scream from the rooftops of breast cancer awareness month, y'all. It's mammogram time. It's even if it's not, even if you just got your mammogram a year ago, it's make sure you continue to check your breasts. You know how to check your breasts. I'll put a link in, I will put a link in the description um, of a good self-exam. Because uh, I know one of these charities to do it. So they got a good video. I'll put a link in the description. Like there's not going to be any excuse for you not to do what you need to do. We're not having it. Not here. Because you know, I'm the voice of reason, right? I'm your voice of reason. I recognize this healthcare system kind of sucks for a lot of people. I recognize that this healthcare system doesn't un, doesn't appreciate you. I recognize that this healthcare system uh, is overwhelming. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lift up this foundation and make it so much easier for you to cross that bridge. That's what I'm here for. So again, I am yours truly, Dr. Barry. Make sure, make sure if you got a friend, a family member, or yourself who have not gotten your, especially if you're of age and you know you're of age, if you're about forty, you should be thinking about mammogram. Right. But also make sure you're talking to your mom, your grandma, your aunt, your friends, your spouse, your daughters. Like make sure you're talking to your family members to make sure they're all aware that this just isn't the month where people start wearing pink. This is the month where we start thinking, hey, how do I become a part of that 65 percent? How do I become a part of the 65 percent who has a five year survival rate at 99 percent? More importantly, how do I make it so that instead of 65%, it's 75% and 85% and 95%? How do I get to that point? Right? How do I get it so that Dr. Barry doesn't have to yell at me? Why did you get your mammogram? I don't want to do that. Y'all don't want me to do that. Right. So take care of yourself again. Free mammogram, your location, especially if you're unassured and you, you, you know, or you're underassured, even more important. Again, my, for my underappreciated folks, underassured. Right. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. 
So the next year, when you, you hear my voice, you're like, oh, there go Dr. Beer. He caught my breast cancer again. I'm glad I got mine when I got mine. See y'all later. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board-certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.